as we're joined by David Lomman and our naturopath. Hello, David. Welcome for another week. Hi, Dave. Hi, everyone. What would you like to talk about today? What's our I topic? I thought today we might talk about the difficulty of change because what I find often is that people have been doing the same thing over and over and over again, not getting a good result, but are finding it difficult to find a way to change what they're doing. So it's all about the difficulty of change. And I, and I know personally what that's like. You know, you're trying to change different things in your life. And it's just the thought of going through those changes is just too great. So you hold back and you don't do anything about it. So a lot of times I see people, they've been 10, 20, 30 years with a problem, but they've never known there was anything else that they could do about it. So they've never changed what they've been doing. What can be signs that you do need to have a change? Well, pain's a good one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, any sort of pain, whether it's physical, mental, emotional or spiritual, there needs to be a change. And unless people are willing to make that change, um, nothing's going to be different. Why are people hesitant to make a change? Fear. It's good old fear. Mm -hmm. It's fear that they'll have to give something up or fear that they won't be successful or fear that if they are successful, they might have to change something else. So often people don't want to change their weight, for instance, because weight is, in a lot of ways, weight is protection. You know, the bigger you are, the, the, the more energy you have, the more power you have in a way. And they don't want to change that. They want to be seen as big. They want to be seen that way. But inside of them, there's a slim person waiting to get out as well. So there's this quandary between can I make this change or am I going to be stuck here? And it's a continual thing. We do it all the time in our life. What could be some incentives to help you change or make a change? The realisation that where you're going to is better than where you've been. That's the big one. And that's the one that we work on with visualisation and creativity and those type of techniques. Because if you can imagine yourself having already changed, then what you're doing is you're having your future you beckon you forward so that you can actually go there. So people with arthritis, for instance, you know, they're in pain. They don't, they've been told over and over again, there's nothing they can do about it. All they can do is manage the condition. So they take this drug or that drug or some other drug. But the real truth is they can change if they knew that the end result was going to be better than what they had and that the process of change was not going to be as painful as they perhaps imagined it to be. Tell me more about the process of visualisation and creativity and how you can use that as a tool to help make the change. Well, it's very simple. If, if you could imagine yourself in a future without the condition that you currently have, then the, the way forward is to be able to create that. And that goes back to uh, many, many years of creative principles. And there's great books out there called Creative Visualization, The Silver Method. You know, there's heaps and heaps of work on this. But what about those that have been dealing with pain for so long? They just resign to the fact that, oh, this, this is it. This is my life now. A lot of people are. A lot of people in depression or anxiety are resigned to the fact that that's just their life or tiredness and fatigue. That's just their life. That's why we're putting on the seminars, the educational seminars, is to help people to understand it doesn't have to be that way. There are things that they can do. So practitioners of natural health, complementary medicine, have all different sorts of ways to help people change if people go and seek out that assistance. But if they stay stuck or they stay with just their current situation, then no change is possible. Well, we've got Julie with us now. Where are you calling us from, Julie? 
Hi, um, yeah, I'm calling from the Central Coast. Yeah, hello, Bay. Julie. Hello. Um, I've just got a question for you. We've just, uh, we, we saw it on the internet, and it's, it's apparently a, a herb supplement that will um, uh, get your metabolism going. Yeah. And I'm, I'm 52, work hard, and I still find I just can't, um, I'm I don't know what's slowing down, but I'm putting on weight. I put on about 10 kilos this year. And this stuff is, it's Garcinia Cambogia. Yeah. And I was just wondering what you thought about it. Look, Garcinia, like all herbs, is okay. The question is, is that the problem? Because, right. because it's about relating whatever the condition or the real problem is that you may have in your body to yeah. the sub specific supplements that are needed to help you overcome it and the specific changes that you need to make in your life to help you overcome whatever that condition may be. So right. it's usually not a one-shot thing. It's usually a combination of different things that I've talked about many times here before, such as w making sure you're drinking the right amount of water, making yeah. sure you've got the right food for your body, making sure you've got the right minerals and the right enzymes, and then if you yeah. still need the Garcinia, then you add the Garcinia in. But okay. having that as a one-shot thing will only do a certain amount, but it won't give you the quality of life that you're perhaps looking for. Yes. Okay. So other things have to change, but it will, as a supplement, it should help a bit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it can okay. quite and easily help. it won't help. do any damage. And it won't, it won't do any damage unless you're allergic to something in the actual uh, tablet or powder or, or liquid. So that would be the only issue that you would have with it. Cool. All righty. Okay. Well, thank you very much for that. Fine, Julie. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, bye. And we've got Carl joining us now from Dungog. Yeah, hello, Carl. Hi, Carl. Um, hi, how are you? Good, thanks. Uh, we don't talk back, we're doing medical thing. No, we're doing health and well-being. Health and well-being. Uh, what do you do when you've got two aching knee bones that will not give you one minute of piece apart from the replacements i've tried all these things um osteopanadol osteo, uh, i've tried everything try and settle my knees down they will not work i have two doctors saying look go and have knee replacements because i'm brain dead and going no i'm not going to do it because i'm going to save taxpayer money if i don't have knee replacements so what actually can you do lots of things carl depending right. on how bad the situation is um, there was a lady, Margaret Hills, who wrote a book called Curing Arthritis the Drug-Free Way, who had, who was crippled in every joint in her body just about, who within 12 months had recovered her, her flexibility and her health. And there's no reason why you can't do the same. If you, uh, you know, like to come along to one of our seminars or book in to see a naturopath, where did you say you were from, Carl? Dungog, cross country. Cross country, okay. Yeah, find a, find a practitioner who's local to you. And find some natural things that will work for you. Make some dietary changes. Drink the right amount of water. Do everything you can do to help you change the situation you're in. And try and do it as natural as you possibly can. And usually you'll get a result. It may not be a full result, but some relief of the pain within about a month or two of starting any program. If you haven't got it within that time, look a bit further. It's 49216216 if you'd like to talk to our naturopath, David Lomman. And we continue now with John joining us from Rankin Park. Yeah, hello, John. Uh, uh, David, I'm just wondering if you've had um, 
to treat or and give advice and treatments to people with or any person with mitochondrial myopathy. Not that I can remember, John. Right. But yep. the mitochondria is the action part of the cell, yep. as you know, and there are nutrients which work in that part of the cell. Yep. So I would again look at the total biochemistry of the system and find out what's gone wrong with the system that you're not getting what you need to get into the mitochondria yeah. and then see what can be done to actually bring those nutrients into the cell itself. Yep, understand that, having done a lot of research into it. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a project, you know, oh, you become a work in progress uh, yeah. when you set out to do something like that. Okay, can I get some details off the phone, off the air, about how to get in touch with you and have the consultation? Yeah, for sure. And, um, and we've also got a seminar on tonight, so you can even come along to that if you like. Naturopath David Lomond is here taking your calls as we continue now with Joan joining us from Curry Curry. Hello, Joan. Hi, Dave. Dave, I've got a bladder problem. Right. Right. It's called an overactive bladder. Yes. Right. I've been to a specialist and they confirmed. Right. They put me on ox- oxybutinin. O-X-B-U-T-Y-N-I-N. Okay. Right. I've been on that now for a couple of months. Right. It's not doing anything, Dave. Okay. And I'm wearing um, nappies. Yep. I'm going through two a day. Right. And I just wondered if there's something else I can do. Have have they nailed down the reason why the bladder is overactive? Was it from childbirth? Was it from this? Was it from that? What's the Not nature at this of it? Stage. Not at this stage. Have they taught you about PC exercises, pubic oxygeal exercises at all? They're pelvic exercises. Yeah, the pelvic exercises. Yeah, yeah, I do them. Okay, how many do you do a day? Oh, heaps. <laughs> heaps. <laughs> heaps, and especially when I go to the toilet. Right. You know. And has that made any difference at all? No, none at all. Okay, then it no, may I, be that... I, I can get out of bed and go and empty my bladder. Yes. My bladder's emptying properly. Yep. So they told me. Right. And then I can walk back to bed and it just comes. I don't even know I want to go. Okay. Yeah, you, you may have a problem with some of the muscles within the system, um, the sphincter muscles or uh, something like that. So... Look, the best thing I can suggest is what I normally suggest with cases such as this is to find out where your biochemistry is because if your, if your pH is out of balance, your, your body's not going to be able to absorb all the nutrients that your muscles need to hold things steady. So you won't get the calcium, you won't get the magnesium, you won't get the zinc, you won't get the uh, potassium, you won't get all of those things that make the muscles strong. You also won't get the vitamin E as well. So it's important to have all those nutrients within your body. And usually I'd be, you know, if you came to see me or another practitioner, we'd put you on a program to help stop any inflammation in the system, to stop any irritation in the system, and to help you rebuild those muscles in a much stronger way in conjunction with your doctor and specialist. Yeah. But if the medication's not doing anything... Well, I'm up to now three a day... Yep. I would start it off on the heart tablet because I've got reflux. Right. Right. Well, the and reflux is definitely a sign that your digestive system's out of balance and therefore you're fermenting food 
and you won't be digesting and absorbing the minerals that your body needs. So I'd look at an alternative way or a complementary way to your body to be able to deal with that. So coming along to one of our seminars or just doing the RBTI, calling Philip, whatever you want to do, uh, you know, to help you along the way would be beneficial, I feel. Okay, good luck with that, Joan. Thank you for giving us a call, Joan from Curry. Hopefully we can help you out there. Now, there is a meeting tonight, isn't there? There is. People are interested. In New Lambton. And it doesn't need to be what we've spoken about today. It can be anything. Anything at all. One of the reasons that we put these seminars on is to educate people that there are other ways. And that's why I'm talking about change today, because too often people think change is difficult, whereas really it's systematic. You know, if you can do the simple things systematically, you can get great results. So the one thing you can't do, of course, is change anybody else. So if you're relying on your happiness, for instance, to be because somebody else is going to change, that's not going to work. But if you actually want your own happiness and your own resolution of health issues, changing yourself and changing the way in which you approach things is, I believe, the best way to do it. 